Welcome to another episode of Bible Life Journey. Today um, is day eight, day eight of the prayer focus um, that we're focusing on. So day eight, the attention and the question and topic for today is how critical is knowledge? How critical is knowledge? We're going to spend a few days, actually four weeks adventuring and exploring the words of a prophet and the reigning king in the process will try out some skills okay that will teach you how to study your bible for yourself i'm convinced that god's message through the prophet hosea is the same as his message is to us today it is absolutely essential for each of us man or woman or young old to understand the importance and the value of knowing the truth. In other words, you must know the word of God, the Bible. And I think you believe it, it is very important in itself. When you open the pages of the Bible, you know God has much more to teach you from his pages. And that's exactly why I'm directing you to this podcast. The purpose of this is to inspire you and enlighten your depth in studying the Word of God. The purpose is to teach you how to study the Bible for yourself so you can discover truth for yourself, to introduce you to some basic study skills that will open the Word of God for you in an incredible way. We, we got 28 days. I won't teach you everything I, in, in like every single detail, but I'll do as much as I can. We have 28 days, all right? When Jesus prayed for you, the Bible tells you God knew you before you were born. He asked the Father to keep you from the evil one by setting you apart through his truth. Then Jesus, who cannot lie because he is the truth, made the statement that God's word is truth. You'll find Jesus' prayer for you in John chapter 17, verse 15 through 17. It says, I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. They are not of this world, even as I am not of this world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. The Bible explains in many ways throughout the Old and New Testament that it is the very word of God. Not that it is it contains his word, but that it is my word which goes forth from my mouth. And this is in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. The words are recorded by men using their own personalities and vocabulary, but in God's divine mystery, he superintended over the writers as he moved them from the Holy Spirit. This is from 2 Timothy 1, 20 through 21. God inspired or breathed the words of God through the scriptures. This is in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Let's take a few minutes so you can see for yourself what God said through his messenger Hosea about the state of his chosen people. All right, now let's take a look at this. Um, Hosea chapter 4, verse 1 through 3. It says, listen to the words of the Lord, O sons of Israel, for the Lord has a case against the inhabitants of the land because there is no faithfulness or kindness 
or knowledge of God in the land. There is swearing, there is deception, there is murder, stealing and adultery. They employ violence so that bloodshed follows bloodshed. Therefore the land mourns and everyone who lives in it languishes along with the beasts of the field and the birds of the sky and also the fish of the sea disappear. My people are destroyed. This is the key principle right here. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I also would reject you from being my priest since you have forgotten the law of your God. I also will forget your children. Now read the verse aloud again in your personal time. When you get some time, I want you to read it aloud. And as you do, look at the answers to the following questions and record them by simply stating what the text tells you. This step is called observation. Again, it's called observation. You don't need to use your imagination or make any additions or substitutions for it. Just the state, just state the facts of the text. In other words, see what the text is really saying. Who is speaking and to whom the text is addressed to? Why? What is the reason these words are being spoken? This is a great start when you're studying um, the Bible. Now read Hosea 4, 1 through 3 again. This time mark the word knowledge. If you have a color pencil or something like that, um, I want you to start underlining, if you have your Bible with you, underlining knowledge. Underline it. If you don't have a colored pencil or highlighter, just figure out a way to get something that you can say, okay, yeah, even if it is a marker, just underline knowledge. You're marking a key word. A key word is important and it helps you unlock the meaning of the text you're studying. For the next 28 days, you're going to color code important words, key words God uses to make his point. We use the coloring coding process because colors are easy to see. And to many markings can keep you from spotting key words easily. Double underline in green the phrase, the land. Okay, so double underline the phrase land. According to the book of Genesis, the, the land is the land God gave to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Jacob's descendants as an everlasting possession. God changes Jacob's name to Israel, so Jacob's descendants are the 12 tribes of Israel. You marked a few words in the text. I know it's going to get challenging at times, but we're going to continue to study together. And as we're studying together, I want you to really understand how to journey through the text. We're going to take this piece by piece. I hope this is blessing you. I hope this is an inspiration to you because at the end of the day, now it's time to really study God's word in detail. It's very important. I would actually ask the question as well. What's God's concern about Israel's knowledge? I'm still in Hosea chapter four. Knowledge of what or whom is the questions you should be writing down. So basically, the first question you should write down is what's God's concern about Israel's knowledge? Second question is knowledge of what or whom or where? Next question, who is saying this and to whom? Next question, 
what is happening because there is no faithfulness, kindness, or knowledge. Now we're going to use the five W's and an H to cross-examine verse 6. Well, as I often say, to interrogate the text, we call it interrogating the text. Look at where you marked knowledge. As you examine the text, find the answer in verse 6 to these questions. What is God's concern about Israel's knowledge? Who is saying this? Who is being affected? What have these people done? Once again, who are these people? What is going to happen to them as a result? Who else will be impacted and why? By the way, languishes in the verse, it means to waste away. Now let's wrap up today and apply these truths to our lives. God tells us in Romans chapter 15 and 4 that what was written in early times was written for our instruction so that through perseverance and encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. In the light of this, let's take what we have learned and discovered about knowledge in these Old Testament verses spoken to the people of Israel and see what you can learn from this. What instructions is in these verses in Hosea chapter 4? And what type of encouragement can keep you encouraged? I hope this is a blessing to you and I hope this is and it's going to inspire you in a way where you can come back for tomorrow's lesson. Tomorrow we will be focusing on the connecting tools day two, I'm sorry, day eight. We're going to be connecting a, a question, what happens when you don't know God? That's going to be the focus. What happens when you don't know God? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bible Life Journey. I appreciate you. God bless. Thank you.